Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast where we highlight some of the best and brightest in the real estate industry, along with a weekly segment called Industry Headlines. We are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate, family of real estate podcasts, and we are so glad that you are listening and tuning in today, and we hope you enjoy our show. All right, we are back on the Kevin and Fred Show, and this is an interesting one because I don't, I don't know if producer is the right word, but I'm yeah. getting to interview my friend and uh, I guess podcast producer, uh, person behind the scenes who really makes the show happen, Sarah Heater. Sarah, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. This is so cool to have seen this show from you walking up to my desk and saying, hey, I, I'm thinking about launching a podcast. I don't, and I was like, yeah, I can help you with that. Let's do it. <laughs> it's just, I, it's great how far it's come. I love that too. I know. Cause you've literally been there since before the first episode um, and have edited every single one and been the one to tell me like, Hey dude, could you, could you please use some, some headphones? And then could, maybe could you buy a better mic? And then, Hey, could you have your guests get some headphones or something pretty please all the way through, uh, you know, here we are two what, two and a half years later and, um, and a top one and a half percent podcast. Yes, largely due to you helping me and getting this thing going in the right direction. And so what I'm excited about today is because it really did, the podcast kind of came out of like, oh, we could do that type of conversation. Like, really? Uh, and just that aha moment. And what it's turned into for me, number one, is something so much fun. Um, and for you, uh, I love it because it's become an entire new business for you. Yeah. And and so one of the questions I'm always getting from real estate agents is, should I do a podcast or why would I do a podcast? Like, oh, and you know all these things, so I don't want to steal the punchline. But I thought, well, it would be cool if you were here to just kind of, from your perspective, as somebody who's basically from day one started the show, but then has now launched so many other podcasts, including your own, give some perspective and some, some thoughts on that. So now that I've said your intro for you, sorry about that. I got, <laughs> no. I got a little long-winded. Um, <laughs> tell us real quick for the listener, um, maybe that's never met you, just get, how would, what's your elevator pitch? If someone says, Oh, what do you do? Like, how, how do you introduce yourself to people? Yeah. So um, as you can see, if you're watching the video, my name is Sarah Heater and I help small businesses, entrepreneurs, and hobbyists strategically launch, grow, and monetize podcasts in order to expand their audience, establish their expertise, and make money. <laughs> I like that. So that's what I do. <laughs> I and all good things, especially what in real I love, estate. Yeah, totally. And what I love about real estate, because I've worked now with people in a lot of different industries or topics or subject matter, but I, I do work with a bunch of people who are real estate agents, because as everybody who's listening to this knows, if you know one, you know a hundred. Right. So, um, so I work with a lot of people in different capacities of real estate even. And what is so great is that, as I mentioned, it's an opportunity to actually grow an audience and also to create a very intimate no like and trust factor with that audience, which we know in real estate is what sets us apart, especially in the Phoenix area, which is where you and I are both based. There are so many people in real estate that, um, again, if you know a real estate agent, you know multiple real estate agents and who you're going to work with is who's top of mind and also who you feel connected with and safe with, especially in a crazy market um, like we have going on right now. A 
person who makes you feel confident and like they've got your best interest at heart. And so podcasting, um, even more so than video, creates this really intimate uh, experience in headphones. Most people are listening in headphones or in earbuds. And so it it simulates being on the phone with the person who's hosting the show, which even if the person who's hosting the show doesn't know anything about you as a listener, um, you still feel like they know you really, really intimately and you're on the phone for a half an hour or 60 minutes every single week. And there just aren't a lot of people in our lives who we're that close with. So being able to create that on a massive scale to people you want to work with and are excited to work with in real estate is the big opportunity there. I, so I never thought about it like that, but you just, you sparked something for me. So, okay. Some of us have, I, I got to imagine a lot of people have you, like me. I don't, I don't love talking on the phone. It's not, it's, I would much rather text uh, like 99.9% .9 yes. of the time. However, I know that, but there are people that I text every single day. Um, and there, there's people I would talk to on the phone every day for two minutes, five minutes, tip, whatever. There, but most people don't have more than one or two people in their life. It could be a parent, a sibling, a best friend, you know, mm -hmm. a spouse, whatever, a partner that they talk to daily. But it, it's probably not more than one or two people is my guess. And so I hadn't really thought of like, if someone spends with you virtually on the phone, 30, 40, 45 minutes, 60 minutes a week, you're in the top 0.00001% of people that they're listening to. Absolutely. And that's massive for influence, which is what, which is what sales is. Yes, absolutely. And I saw a really great meme going around on social media that is like, you know, a little comic strip and it's somebody all excited and they're like, I made a new friend. And then the other person says like a real life friend or a podcast friend. And it's just so true. There have been times, this is embarrassing to admit, but there have been times that people I've been listening to for a really long time and I feel really, really excited about their podcast. I have actually been in the car listening and paused the show so that I can respond to myself in the car um, because I feel like it's a conversation. Yeah. So if you can create that kind of connection with somebody, and this is the other thing too that I really want to make sure is clear. If you work in real estate and you want to create a podcast in order to build your business and build your network and build your sphere, you don't have to have a real estate podcast. So think about what lights you up that you love to talk about and you love to learn about and you never get sick of talking about and learning about? What are the podcasts you like listening to? How do you like to spend your time? What do people come to you for advice about? And make a podcast about that because that makes the content creation so easy. Plus, you're going to create this natural network of people you actually want to work with. So then you feel excited to work with those people and they give you life instead of draining you gosh that is so true so so one of the things i was going to ask you that i hear from people are yeah kevin but you, you know because they'll ask me about podcasts i'm like no you really should do it it's amazing and they'll say yeah but like you know i want to do it i don't i don't want to have other agents listen to me i want consumers and i'm like yeah i know like really it's a wide open opportunity and if i you know and i've always thought like just build a community around whatever you're passionate about. Like whatever yes. you're like Gary V gave, gives the example in his first book, crush it. If stickers light you up, then damn it, do start a sticker club or, you know, whatever, yes. the, whatever that thing is. And so yes. if, if it's stickers, right. Do a podcast about 
stickers. Correct. Yes, exactly. And I think you touched on something that's a really important distinction as well. So many people who do want to start real estate podcasts, they try to do both. They want to reach other real estate agents and also they want to reach buyers and sellers. And the reality is that is one of the biggest mistakes you could make with a podcast. You have to pick one. And so think about, and not to say you couldn't end up doing two shows down the line and, and do both, right? But in one show, you only want to target one of those demographics. Yes. And so either are you focused on building your book of business as far as the clients that you're serving to buy and sell houses, or are you focused on recruiting real estate agents to your team or brokerage? Because try or mentorship, you know, if you're trying to coach people on their business and become a coach and become a speaker and build your team, then that's one goal. But and that's important. That's great podcasting would serve you very well to for that but also if who you want to speak to is potential buyers and sellers you could still have a real estate podcast talking about the buying and and or selling process and all of the things that go into that or of course like we said about something totally unrelated yeah uh, so there's all different directions there i think i love i think i really connect to what you said about the unrelated thing because what I see, and, and I've been there myself too, is you, okay, like, I feel like oh, I got to make a real estate podcast, right? I even feel like this way. And we don't, Fred and I don't do a podcast, but it's a, it's a newsletter monthly, right? For our, for, for our database of buyers and sellers. And it's like, what are we going to talk about this month? And if I have to ask myself, what do I want to talk about? Or God forbid, I ask the audience, what should I talk about? That's a clear indication of it's something I should not be podcasting about or, or creating right. content around, it really should be around something that is so exciting to me right. that I want to talk about it. Yes. And so there's really three, and we've already kind of touched on these. So I want to just call them out. There's three keys to success in any podcast. And so number one is knowing your ideal audience, know who's in the audience. So when you're saying, if I have to ask my audience, then my first question is, do you know who's even in your audience? Because yeah. you could end up creating this Frankenstein audience of people from all different walks of life with all different interests and all different priorities. And then it's really freaking hard to reach any of them um, because you can't connect with every single person at the same time. Whereas if you wanted to start um, a local biking club, right, of people who love to go biking in your local area, whatever your you know, city area is or your state or something like that, or you love travel or you love tacos or you love alcohol or whatever it is, but you want to, you want to create a community around that. And then this is the beautiful thing about real estate too. In identifying that ideal audience, we all have service areas, right? So you don't want to just create a podcast about biking. You also want to create, you want to target an ideal audience in your service area. So then for me, I mean, I, I'm not a biker, clearly, but if, if you or a bicyclist, but if you wanted to talk about biking in Phoenix or biking in the state of Arizona and what that looks like, maybe, you know, then you're going to create this network of people in your actual service area. So ideal audience is the first one. Okay. What's the second? The second one is the goals that you have for your audience. So you want to be really clear about what you want your audience to get out of it. So if you have a real estate specific podcast and you're targeting buyers and sellers, then as an example, 
then you want to accomplish maybe educating them about the buying or selling process, right? You want to educate them about real estate. If you're targeting, if you're doing a real estate specific podcast and you're targeting real estate agents, you want to even get more dialed in than that, right? So maybe you want to target brand new agents who are fresh out of real estate school and don't know how to actually build their business or do a transaction, right? So maybe that's who you're focused on, or maybe you're focused on agents who are having success, but want to up level or want to build their team or want to diversify. Maybe you're working with people who know buyers really well and you're helping them learn sellers, right? So there's all kinds of different target demographics there of really knowing A, your ideal audience and B, what you want them to get out of it, what your goals are for the audience um, regarding real estate. And if it's totally unrelated, then, then what, what are you hoping to accomplish? You know, with that bicycling example, if I wanted to do bicycling in my local area, then maybe I want to create a network or a community of people who can, um, talk about biking, who can bike together, who can, um, have resources of where to buy parts or get service, uh, people who, um, I don't know. I really bicycling was such a dumb example because I don't know but, a lot but, about bicycling. But, but just the, but point, the point being, is you can like, grab a community. I, you know, I had yes. lunch yesterday with a friend of mine who is very much in. He's in part. He's part of a Land Cruiser club. So like the vehicle, the Toyota exactly. Land Cruiser, like they like they're you know it's twenty year old vehicles, and there's like a hundred plus people in his club, and they just drive their cars together. But they have meetings and they get together. And anytime you can create a community like that. There, trust me, there is business happening in those circles. Yes. And it, to me, it goes back when you say that, what what I think of is going back to kind of the, one of the Gary V kind of foundational thoughts is just be the host of the party. You don't have to be the right. star of the party, be the host of the party. Totally. And that really kind of pushes into a little bit, and, and I always house this under the realm of what are your goals for the audience, but um, the different types of episodes. So if you want to just get on and talk yourself and just record what you know um, and share your expertise, then that is a way that you can help your audience get to where they're going, right? If that's how you want to get them there or like what you primarily do at this point on this show is have guests on and then you're hosting the guest and you're letting the guest lead what they know a lot about that you know will benefit your audience. So you're the connector. You're just connecting your ideal listeners with your ideal guests. And that works, you know, that benefits both people. Yeah, and you know what, and it's really, it's funny because I had a friend who who has a very extremely successful podcast by, by any measure. And he said to me, I think initially he had started out with, um, he was like, you gotta be really careful about this, the, the way you have it because you set up all these people to be, like they are the expert and he's like, and they are, um, but you're, if you, if you're good at this and you stay consistent with it, you're going to build this massive platform. And one of the things that he's, you know, you have to figure out is like, okay, if you're doing this, if your goal, if one of your goals is say sell software or sell my coaching or, or sell my trinkets, then, but I'm, I'm constantly pointing them towards other coaches and other software service providers and other trinket providers, then I'm actually setting up that other person. And I might be you know, hurting my own chances. And it's like, it's a balance, right? It's, it's definitely kind of a fine line to, to, that you have to walk. And so uh, when you say those, uh, you know, the three keys, keys to success, uh, going through that ahead of time, 
I think is super important. So that leads yes. me to, to that. Like what, like, first of all, do you have a response to that? And then number two, I want to, or the next, I want to hear point number three as well. Yeah. I mean, they go together. So the third key is what you want to get out of it or what your goals for the show are. And this is something that I see podcasters miss again and again and again. So many of us are coming from a place of service. We want to serve others. We want to help others. That's why we're service providers. And so we know who we want to serve because we're business owners and everybody who ever has listened to a business coach in any capacity has heard about niche and ideal client or ideal customer or whatever, whatever their way of putting that is. Yeah. Um, everybody's heard of that and how you want to serve that ideal person um, comes pretty naturally. But what about what you want to get out of it? And so establishing your expertise um, could be getting sponsors so that you have an additional source of income, because that's another thing for real estate professionals that can be really beneficial, especially when you're first getting going and you're first building your business. That idea of potentially having months of no income or feast or famine, what's happening in your famine months? So if you can create a podcast that also is monetized in other ways, like, for example, having sponsors that are related to your ideal audience, then that's bringing in a little bit of money on your um, months that you don't have as many transactions as well. Yep. Absolutely. So that that is also a really helpful part of, of an option in podcasting. Are you trying to establish your expertise? Are you trying to create a network of um, professionals that you want to be connected to? Are you trying to learn something new? Are you trying to grow an audience so you can sell them existing products or services? So there are so many different goals you could have. But the reason it's so important to have goals of what you want to get out of your podcast is that if you don't have goals you're not going to get results. And it's a lot of time and effort to put into doing a consistent podcast to get nothing out of it. And and listen, this is an opportunity, no matter who you are, no matter what your experience is, no matter what you're interested in, no matter what's important to you, you can literally build a platform and then leverage that platform and use your voice to reach other people. That's what podcasting does and anybody can do it. And so, but with that being said, the when the novelty wears off of starting a podcast, all of a sudden it's like, man, this is the content treadmill. I'm also trying to build my business. Why am I putting all these time, these hours, this time and effort and energy into this podcast when those could be billable hours, right? And yeah. so you really need to know what it is you're trying to accomplish with that podcast. Are you hoping to write a book one day? Because if you have a shtick that you want to write a book, a podcast is a great way to build an audience and get a really good book deal because you have an established audience that is already a loyal follower. Or do you want to, again, get speaking engagements? You know, there's when we're, um, having more in-person events now again, but um, there's so many speaking opportunities in real estate. There's so many continued education opportunities. There's so many. And so if you're trying to move into that space, that's an opportunity for you. Or if that's not your goal, which is totally fair, are you just trying to build your book of business? Because there's so many ways, and we hear about this no matter how many real estate coaches you talk to, who talk about all the different ways you could build an audience, right? You can run Facebook ads, you can make a Facebook group, you can do cold calling, you can call everybody in your personal network, you can door knock, you can send mailers. There's 10 million ways. And realistically, you're not going to do all of them. And frankly, you're not going to like most of them. That's just true. You're not going to like most of them. So find what you do like. And if talking is something that you do like, like podcasting might be a good fit for you. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so true. So let me ask you this. What do you say to the person? And I'm sure you hear this all the time. Um, who says, yeah, everybody, everyone has a podcast now. Okay. First of all, numerically, that's ridiculous. So just, I hear, I do hear this a lot, but just recently the global number of total podcasts out there just surpassed 2 million at the beginning of 2021. Okay. okay. That's it. So when you think about the number of people globally, only 2 million podcasts exist and get this, a third of them have not produced an episode in the last 90 days. They're not even active. And the reason why we feel like everybody's podcasting now is, first of all, it's probably who you surround yourself with. So if you surround yourself with people who are building platforms for themselves and leveraging those platforms to use their voices, if those are the kind of people you hang with, you're in good company. So that's one. Two is that 50% of the total podcasts were started in 2020. So it's like in uh, the pandemic, everybody uh, who might want to start a podcast was like, yeah, this is this is what better time. This is the time to do it. So that's part of the reason why it feels that way. But 50% of podcasters also quit after episode seven. So they don't make it. And I know that the reason why, and with my experience of working with all different podcasters in all different industries, the reason why is because they aren't strategic about those three keys to success. If you don't know who you're talking to, you're not going to get traction, just period. You cannot make a podcast for everybody. It's not going to work. So you have to niche down. So that's the first thing. The second Second thing is you need to know and be very clear about what they're going to get out of your show and make sure that you're constantly every piece of content you produce is to serve that audience to accomplish that goal. If they're getting consistent progress or consistent traction for what your goals are for them by listening to your show, they're going to keep on listening and you're going to see traction and you're going to attract more of those people. And then you have to know what you want to get out of it. If you don't even know what you want to get out of it, it is way too much freaking work to keep on doing it. So, but if you know, if you set, and especially if you set milestones for yourself too, don't think about one day I'm going to be Joe Rogan because reality is that's going to take a very, very, very long time to ever get to that point. He has a 10 year head start on you. So. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And what you can do is think, I'm so excited to get my first 50 listeners. Can you imagine if you created something and 50 people tuned in to listen to you? Like we were talking about how many people we would spend 60 minutes on the phone with, or if your podcast is shorter, let's say 30 minutes, people who would spend 30 minutes on the phone with you. If you could think about cold call right if you could cold call and get 50 people to spend 30 minutes on the phone with you that's the equivalent of getting your first 50 listeners on your podcast episode so even though you're not going to have millions of listeners right away 50 is huge for business owners that's so funny that you say that because just right before you and i started recording this i was on a zoom with with kind of a friend of a friend who who've gotten to know a little bit and he's newer in the real estate business and one of the things I said to him was like, dude, if you just have the 150 people that you know, and if your whole job was just to care for those 150 people, you'd have, you'd have 30 transactions a year. Like you couldn't, you couldn't yes. not sell 30 homes a year. So like, 
like just focus on that small quote unquote small group and watch the impact and it's i mean it's really the same thing when it comes to this totally and be excited about it and and keep your success in perspective be excited about it and keep it fun you know that's something you and i have talked about with your podcast a lot is that in thinking about what you want the topic to be and who you want to talk to if you want to bring on interviews it should be fun for you if it's not yeah. fun you're not going to do it so fun should be one of your goals and and especially in thinking about who you want to serve what kind of people would you be excited to serve because as real estate agents you could help anybody in your service and anybody where you're licensed you could help them buy or sell their home but who are the people that you love to work with that yeah. give you life and make you so happy and you're just glad you know them who are the people you connect with the most easily and so thinking about those kinds of things as you're defining what your topic or your subject matter is and who you're trying to attract and then that keeps it fun man making content about stuff you love is fun it is yeah and if you actually love it Yes. And so my the podcast that I started is technically my second podcast, but my first one only made it to episode seven. So there you go. That was years ago. You're but my 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 longest running uh, podcast is actually about Girl Scouts. It's for Girl Scout troop leaders. I'm a Girl Scout troop leader. I've been involved with Girl Scouts since I was five. It's a huge part of my life and I never get sick of talking about it. And my family and friends are so patient with me because they don't care about it nearly as much as I do, but they know I care about it. But I just got to this point back in 2018. I was like, you know, I need an outlet where I can talk about Girl Scouts to other people who like to talk about Girl Scouts so that people who care about this as much as I do can listen to it and take that off my friends and family who could care less. And um, and so I started a podcast about that and it's um, been going since 2018. Now, granted, the number of people who would be interested in a Girl Scout podcast is a really small pool. So that podcast is never gonna be the Joe Rogan experience. It's just not because my my pool of people is so small, right, comparatively. Um, but regardless, the impact comes from even when I am off season and I'm not currently posting, you know, in, in the pandemic, especially everything was so on hold. It was, everybody was emotionally strapped. And so um, I took a little bit of time off and I still would get messages from people talking about how much it impacted them, how much it um, affected their relationships with their daughters, or it kept them motivated to keep going, or it encouraged them to start a troop or to take over their kids troop or whatever. And you get these messages that you've had an actual impact on people when it feels like you're just sitting in a room talking to yourself a lot of the time. And that's when you're like, I can't stop. I can't. I have to keep going because this is why I wanted to do this in the first place. Yeah. And channeling that kind of energy where it's fun and it makes you happy and it's what's important to you and you're connecting with other people who agree, that is life giving. Yeah, it, gosh, it totally is. Um, and I, I'm going to just like tee you up for this, but you also have another podcast. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's, yes. That's I actually, I, okay. I'm, I'm overkill, right? I have this problem where I have a million podcast ideas and I just always want to start new podcasts. So I actually technically have three podcasts, but if you're interested in, in learning more about podcasting, I have a podcast about podcasting for potential podcasters and current podcasters, and it's called The Scrappy Podcaster. Now, this is for people who don't know anything about podcasting. They don't have all the fancy equipment. They've never edited audio. They have no idea. Like, how do you even get a podcast on the internet? And so it's all the things we've been talking about, but it's for people who 
don't know anything about starting a podcast or growing a podcast or monetizing a podcast that's who it's for so it's on every platform where there are podcasts wherever you like listening to podcasts you can find it the scrappy podcaster or of course you can search my name sarah k here Awesome. And then that's also your website too, right? SarahKHeater.com is my website that has um, a bunch more information and resources about podcasting, um, as well as like my services and what I offer in helping people launch their show. But I also, um, depending on the time of year, a couple of times a year, I open a course. And if you want to launch your podcast yourself, and so this is for if you want to launch a podcast and you're going to do it on your own, then um, you want to go to launchmyshow.com. If it's open, then you'll be able to sign up for the course right from there. And if not, that's how you get on the wait list. So, you know, as soon as it opens again. That's awesome. What was that URL again? Launchmyshow.com. Launchmyshow.com. Yeah, I took a, a page like out of it. your book and I... I've become a URL hoarder. So if yeah. you guys know Kevin, if you've been following him for a while, he uh, collects um, website addresses for everything. And Sometimes so just for fun. Yes, yes. And so I've become that person also. So thank you for that. That's awesome. Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, cool. So as we're winding down, is there what's the one thing I should ask you, whether about what what you do service wise or uh, just for podcasters in general or that podcasting mindset, what's one thing I should ask you about that I haven't? You know what? I've edited your podcast long enough to know that you asked this question and I should probably have been more prepared, which is hilarious. Um, but I think the biggest thing, I don't know what the question version of this would be, but I think the biggest thing that I just hope people take away from this is that you don't have to be techie. I hear this all the time. People saying I'm allergic to tech or I don't know anything about technology. You don't have to be a tech nerd to launch a podcast. Podcasts have been all around for so long and um, for so many years it was such a small group of people who did it. And I think because they had to figure out how to do all this coding and complicated stuff on the back end, when at this point, it is so mainstream and it's becoming more and more mainstream that it's so freaking easy to do and anybody can do it on any budget. So it doesn't matter what your experience is. It doesn't matter if you just started your real estate business or even if you haven't started it yet and you're still in school or you're thinking about real estate school, or of course, if you're not in real estate at all, lots of people can just have podcasts. Um, and so, it doesn't matter what your experience is. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you already have an audience. This is a way to create one. If you do already have an audience, this is another way to connect with them or to grow it. It doesn't matter if you have a fancy microphone. It, um, Kevin is, if you're watching the video, he's wearing, um, he's using a fancy microphone, but he's wearing his wired earbuds that come with your iPhone. And the reality is when he first started podcasting, we talked about this, that microphone is actually quite good for free 99, right? Like exactly. it's actually really pretty good quality. So you can literally start a podcast with just the microphone on those wired earbuds. And you'd be shocked at how passable the quality is. So you don't have to have fancy equipment. You don't have to have a big budget. You don't have to have any technology know-how and you can launch a podcast. And I want to help because I want to help more people 
take this opportunity to literally build their own platform. You don't have to wait for somebody to let you in the door or to open the door for you. You build your own platform and use your voice because your voice matters and people are waiting to hear what you have to say and waiting to be connected to the network or the community that you want to be part of and that you want to create. There are other people who are just wishing that existed. And so I want to help more people do that. And also make money in their business. So that's that's what I want to do. And I really hope that this inspires some people to know that if this sounds, if you like to talk, because that's a big part of it. It is. Then, um, then podcasting could be a great fit for you. Yeah. Guys, check it out. The Scrappy Podcaster, sarahkheater.com. Of course, we'll link to that in the show notes um and launchmyshow.com and sarah thanks a lot for being a guest and allowing me to thank put, you put you on the hot seat so to speak yeah this and was so fun i'm glad we finally got to do this and um, me too. we will uh, i'm sure we'll hope maybe we do it again sometime soon i love it i'll talk to you soon all right talk to you guys later have a good one today's episode is brought to you by kevin and fred's community at exp realty learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined exp realty last week Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to exprealty.com.